Today is April 15th, and you're listening to A Day in Music, episode 13. In this podcast, we're talking with Phil Broikos about his album, 12 AM. And today we're going to focus on track number 11, Say It Will. Mr. Broikos, how you doing? What's going on? I'm great. How you doing, George? It's tax day. Although it's not, I guess. It's not. You know, they, they extended yeah, yeah. it, but this is the traditional, right? April 15th is usually the day everybody dreads. George, I don't make any money, so I don't really have to worry about tax day. I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, so this song, on basically May 11th, back in 2007, you write that a journalist named Tasneen Khalil was at home. He was playing with his six-month-old son when literally the Bangladesh Army security officers forced their way, broke into his house, his apartment, without a warrant, and the officers proceeded to just ransack his his house looking for for incriminating evidence and they confiscated a bunch of his personal belongings before taking him into custody. Tell us a little bit more about, about this. In terms of finding it, this is just another product of my research protocol. Like I've, I just put in certain search terms and up pop, you know, hundreds of different entries. And this was the one that kind of struck me as important enough to write something about. It's another one of those tough songs. It's a difficult song. And this one is very gritty and harsh because that's the vibe that I was feeling in terms of, you know, the guy's sitting there hanging out with his infant. And all of a sudden, I don't know if it was a, a ring or a knock at the door. And he's, he's like, okay, who is this? At one o'clock in the morning almost. And the next thing you know, is like these people are pushing themselves through the door and and harassing him. Uh, what would you do in that situation? If somebody comes to your house in the middle of the night and just pushes their way in, like I would be scared like crazy. And I'd at the same time be very angry and I would be very aggressive towards these people. Their aggression towards me, my aggression towards them, whatever. I, I tried to get that out in terms of the style of the song. It's a very aggressive style. Was he arrested? I mean, for this to just kind of pop up, was this something that that sparked or prompted something much larger? Or was it just one of those kind of random human rights types deal that became an issue? I guess at the time, there was some very sketchy things going on with the government where people like him, you know, as a journalist who's trying to get to the bottom of certain things, certain people in the government were not happy with that. And there seemed to me to be enough uncertainty in the government where at the time you didn't even know who these people were coming in and under what authority they were forcing themselves into the apartment. He did end up, like they actually took him and they they tortured him. He got out of there some one way or another. I think maybe his wife was trying her best to bring it to the public attention and he eventually was released and at which point I'm pretty sure he left and moved his family to Sweden. From a journalist, he became more of a, a person who was interested in human rights in general and, and protecting people. So I believe he's considered one of these people who devote their time and energies into the atrocities that are going on in daily life around the world. 
That's amazing. We touched on it a little bit in the last podcast where there's so many things going on in our world now. There's been, I don't know, maybe it just seems like the past four or five years, it's been, it's been even greater than ever before. But I know that things like that do affect you. You're so close to the beginning of this project in terms of the goal of 24 albums, one album every year, representing an hour. Obviously, you find uh, these great moments that you think, oh, it'll be such a great song, but it doesn't happen until the evening. Is it frustrating? Do you put it on a shelf and say, I want to get to it, but I can't? Or since you started this, have there been any moments? There haven't been a whole lot of those moments where I really want to get to a song and it's not the right hour for it. I don't think there would be anything, any moment in time where I would feel like this can't wait. When there Yet. Are, when, Yet. Yes. You never know. You never know. When there are certain things that I'm, I'm really interested in, even things that happen to me personally, I will write them down in, in as much detail knowing that it might be a decade or more before I get to it again. That makes sense. And to me, that's totally legit too. Like wait until a whole bunch of time has passed to then try to recreate this moment, try to recreate feelings that happened, you know, a long time ago. But in the whole process of picking a topic to write about, the very first thing I want to do is get my head in the frame of mind of whoever it is I'm writing about. And I've, you know, I have reached out to people and Tasneem Khalil was one of the people that I, I reached out with. And I said, you know, can you offer me any insight as to what was happening at the time? Like, what was going on in your mind? Oh, so you actually did get to speak to him, like through email kind of thing? I, yeah, I reached out to him on email. And this is a guy who's been tortured now at this point. And he basically said, look, I wrote everything down in this Human Rights Watch report, which he did. He detailed everything. Five or 10 years after after it happened to him, he wrote it all down. Maybe it was less than that, actually. Maybe it was just a couple of years. But he wrote down everything, and it was published as part of the Human Rights Watch as a report. So he said, you know, I don't really have anything to add to what I've already said. But he was super nice about it. He's like, you know, I wish you the best of luck. Sounds like you're doing something really cool. And... uh I don't really expect anybody to write me back or what I'm trying to communicate with them. But if they do, I'm just, it's great. You know, whatever little assurance that I can get that they are aware of, of what I'm trying to do, or if they can give me any kind of insight, I'm, I'm always like super happy. I would think that that's got to be a special thing for them to know that out of something that was such a horrifying experience that years later that they would find, you know, interesting I think certain people are happy enough to respond. And, and I think certain people are like, I don't know who this Phil Broikos guy is. I don't know what kind of crappy song he's going to write. So I don't really want to even respond to him, which I think is totally fair too. I think all I'm saying is when I actually do get a response, I really appreciate it. That's great. So on this tune, you have a, a guest musician and I will gladly take a crack at how to pronounce his name, but something tells me you will do far more justice to pronouncing this Greek name than I ever could. Yeah, let's, I, I, I might be amused by this. Go ahead. Stergios Skatharoudis. That was really good, actually. Was I yeah. close? I mean, for a honky, yeah, it was really good. 
I would say that. I don't know that Greek people use the word. Do they use the word honky? Honky. Because, you know, in, I am known by George Dumont, but I'm also known as Grico Suave. George, you are a honky. That means you are hunk. You are a hunky man. I, I've, I've been called honky before. It's usually by, you know, my mother, girlfriend or something like that, but I'll take it. I'll take it. I mean, you've called me, you know, honky before, but you know, we're just buddies. Okay. How do you really say his name? I mean, I don't know if in English, I guess it would be Stergios Gatharudis. How would you, it's obviously a Greek name. How would you yeah, say Yeah, I it? guess in, in Greek, it would be Stergios Gatharudis. Yeah, you have him listed as Voice Foley. And I'm curious, I'm racking my brain because I know what a Foley artist is. I know what they do, but I, the Voice Foley, I, I was, can, so enlighten me, tell me. So in the very beginning, which we will hear shortly, I don't know that I like to get very literal about things often, but at times I'm, I tell myself, why not? So in this song, I decided to try to go for something that would set the tone, which the attempt was that in the beginning of the song, you hear this muffled infant playing, and then you hear some very quiet voices, and then you hear a loud knocking on the door. That's what I was trying to set up. So. I needed somebody to play the role of these these officers or whatever you want to call them that took Tasneen Khalil. And I, I just asked my buddy, like, uh, Stereos is a buddy of mine. He's been a friend for a long, long time. And he's not really a musician per se, but he's always up to a challenge. So I said, hey, why don't we try to record you saying some words that nobody can hear, really hear or understand what you're saying. So it's got to, it can't be in a language really, it can't be, it's just got to be completely unrecognizable. That's interesting. So, so he's actually speaking nonsense. Uh, yeah, but it, it was done, like the idea was, the vibe I was going for was, so it's like somebody who's saying something, but we can't really hear what they're saying. And that's, that's actually like a really tough thing to do. Um, what about the babies, the, ba the child sounds? Were they just like random samples that you found or? Yeah, yeah. And then I tried to create it so that it sounded kind of muffled and in the background right. so that, so that the, the sound was actually emanating from outside. Yeah, and that's when you hear the knock. It's interesting. It gives this idea of each group behind a different side of the door. Like, yeah, you yeah. know. Of course, I had my headphones turned up, so when that knock comes, it kind of <laughs> took me yeah. back. Shall we give it a give it a whirl? You want to hear it? Yes. This is number eleven from twelve a.m. Say it will.
really kind of musically kind of got that anger. <laughs> and I have to say it was a little, it was a little, I don't know if it was even kind of creepy. It sounded like you were right up close whispering in my ear at the beginning. You were like, yeah, yeah. It was like that that, was what's it called? ASDMR? ASMR? ASMR? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. It's like people whispering while they chew their food. <laughs> yeah. Like there was a fun, <laughs> you know, whether I, whether I look back at that like in 20 years and be like, oh, I really regret doing that or not. I don't know. But, you know, it seemed like it seemed OK in the moment. I like the fact that you do different things all the time. Like you're always looking for something different. I was kind of going for a vibe of a band called Failure. They were this amazing band and uh, I find myself gravitating toward their music often. So in the style of failure is something maybe that I was, I had my ears on at the moment when I was trying to put the song together. This is great. All right, my friends, thank you so much for listening to our podcast today in music. I am George DeMont with the maestro, Mr. Phil Broikos. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platforms. You can listen to it, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the others. Phil's music can also be streamed and downloaded and purchased from Bandcamp. Go to Bandcamp. A day in music.bandcamp.com. Of course, all social media, YouTube platforms, related links, all that can be found at a day in music.com. As well as the contact email if you want to reach Phil, contact at a day in music.com. This podcast is sponsored by iCast Audio, the home of our fantastic, amazing, and seriously cool sound engineer and producer, Mr. Rich Goyette. Please check out their website at iCastAudio.com. That's it for today. From all of us here at A Day in Music, take care, my friends. Phil, see you later, buddy. Bye-bye. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. I feel like you're making fun of me, so I'm not even going to play along. <laughs> but <laughs> Ask me a question, man. I don't even, uh, what is it called? AS, ASMR? I think that might be what it's called. I just called it uh, ABCDEFG style. Yes, um, I was joking. All right, my what's your que question? Well, my question revolves sort of f from the basis of that song, which is like there's a, it's, it's, it's at its core about a, a father and a son. 
and and how that intimacy got you know destroyed in a moment right so my question to you is um do you remember my father at all and if so do you remember anything about him I have to say, I I feel like I have a distant memory of your of what your dad looked like, but not really. I don't really have any kind of cohesive memories of your dad. Um, but I know how. When did your dad pass away? Uh, it's it been was, a while, right? Yeah, it's it's been uh, eleven years. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. So this, I feel bad. This is the second time you've asked me a question. I, I haven't had any kind of really, you know, interesting, uh, interesting answers. I'll ask you, do you, what about, what about on my end? Like what, like, I know you have a lot of memories of my father who is a, my dad was quite a character and he just passed away uh, this past August. Do you have, uh, do you have a specific memory of my dad? that stands uh, out i kind of have like too many but i mean i think one of my nicest ones was when i was i was driving him to i don't know was it buffalo oh, buffalo yeah to the va when he uh and, when he had to have a medical procedure and, and we just sort of connected on that car ride and um like he said so many things to me that still resonate with me like I, and that I, that i try to tell my kids now like if 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 you one of the things he was gonna he said was like if if you think it's if you think it's gonna fall then it's probably gonna fall <laughs> <laughs> which which is like like if you if if you've got something precari placed precariously just don't place it don't place it precariously like put it somewhere put it on the ground at that point so that it doesn't fall like prevent yeah. it from falling by putting it there in the first place which i think is brilliant he was an interesting cat like i mean you know basically he was he was like a a, a very street smart uh italian you know kind of guy he did not go to college you know he was a drummer in a band and all this kind of stuff he was very he was very street smart but he had he had just very sensible things like you know he could be he's such a big personality and he could be funny and embarrassing and all this kind of stuff but at the end of the day one of the things that i always remember is he would look me in the eye and say the only person that you can account for is yourself and your own actions that's it no matter how you feel about somebody what they did to you or for you or whatever uh you know the only person you can ever you know it's all it's only you you can only account for yourself and I've, I've remembered that and I've told people that and I've said that to people, the only person's actions I can ever account for on my own. You know? yeah. and, and I, he was very, he was very sort of uh, homespun smart in that way, I think with, with those kind of things. But um, yeah, man, I, I, from what I know about your dad, from the stories you talk tell and how you talk about him, I, I wish that I would have had the, uh, the chance to meet him um more and get to know him a little bit more yeah i i uh i i i constantly i constantly find myself thinking man i wish i would have i had planned to get your dad on on a recording at some point but you know it it it, it wasn't it just never happened i i no, none of us expected that he'd be gone so soon 
Yeah. And uh and I'm secretly thinking like he definitely did some multi-tracking with his band and I'm wondering if someday I can maybe get my hands on some of his drum track solo that would be incredible. Oh, that would be cool. You know, I well we can talk about it later, but I do have a lot of videos, you know, like this past couple of years with cell phones and everything. And I've tried to any videos that I have of him sort of talking and performing into the camera. Uh, I've kept those. So I'll, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll kind of forward them to you. And if you, if you think there's something in there, uh, then, you know, take it. But um, anyway, this has been interesting and uh, yeah, man, I like this. So hope everyone's having a good time with it. Hope they hang in and, and give a listen. So I love you, man. Take care. Love you. Seacrest out. Right on. <laughs> right on, baby. <laughs>